Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of SLP's Wine and Cheese. I'm Maria. I'm Deb. And here's our podcast. For the realistic SLP. (laughs) Who like like to agree to disagree. That's right. That's right. I did not plan that. You know, it just happens. Like life. Right. We do agree to disagree. Yeah, I agree. And I agree that uh, Frankie is right there, you know, just walking around, checking me out. Yeah. (laughs) Now that he's won, you know, he's just getting all old on us, you know, doing things dogs do. I know. He's not a little puppy anymore. I I find myself looking at videos and pictures of him being super little and getting sad. I still like him a lot now that he's a big dog. Good. Good. You should, as he is your dog. Yeah, I'll keep them. Good. You know what I'm going to keep? This Uh, wine. (laughs) And you have your Maria glass. I do. I have my Maria glass. Um, So I'm having a Cabernet Sauvignon. I I don't know if I'm saying that the right way. I'm actually very self-conscious when I say that. I'm not sure if... It sounded good. Okay. I'm just going to go with it then. And I paired it with Greek feta because that's what I have in my fridge. Sweet. So to everyone listening, it's a snow day today, even though when this airs, it'll maybe be in the spring. You don't know with New York weather, so. Wait, did you have a snow day today? I didn't, meaning like you and I have like a snow day. Right, yeah. So so Maria's home in her home, and I'm home in my home, and and we're Zooming. Yes, that's right. That's what we're doing. We're using Zoom. Yeah. Um, Zoom is not a sponsor, but if they want we should reach out. Yes, they should be after this episode. Yeah. Um, so I'm at my house and I'm actually drinking, um, Plavak Gora Dalmatia. It's Croatian wine. I was going to say this sounds, uh, Croatian. Yeah. It's uh, friendly and inviting just like the Dalmatian coast. Bora Plavak is a fresh aromatic wine from the cooler inland vineyard locations of the peninsula, it's medium body with fruity and bright aromas of black currant and cherry, and it's uh, best enjoyed slightly chilled with young cheeses and casual fare. Um, so I don't have it slightly chilled. I, I didn't read this before I had right. it. That's a that's a valuable lesson, you know. Read yeah. instructions before. <laughs> right. Yes. Not often does wine come with instructions, though. So. How is I to know? That's true. And, you know, that's a little pretentious. Like, just assuming we all know how to drink this wine. Like, how is I supposed to know it's supposed to be chilled? Exactly. Like, we're learning this because we have a podcast about wine. It, and it's a red wine, which is a faux pas, generally, if you chill it. People are like, what are you, trash? <laughs> does this come in a box as well? Like, exactly. like, maybe it does. It's better for the environment this way. <laughs> I paired my wine with... Cranberry and macadamia cream cheese on right. crackers. You take the cake for the fancier wine and cheese. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mike actually bought me cheese, and I didn't have the heart to tell him I already bought this. So now Aww. I have cheese for the next episode. Oh, lovely. Thank you, Mike. Yeah. He's thoughtful. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, we like him thoughtful. today. I'm just kidding. <laughs> He's going to get me a dresser in the snow right now, so I'll keep him, too. I'll keep Frank. Wow. I'll keep Mike. Good. Very nice. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to hear it. So on this episode now, we want to talk about, I feel like, a recurring theme between Deb and I that 
you know, and just people in general, uh, agreeing to disagree and just difference in opinions, something that's definitely inevitable. Uh, it's important to get along with people, but also feel free to discuss with those around you. Right. Right. Yeah. Everyone is different. And that's what makes life interesting that we're all different because if we were all the same, life would be just so boring. Exactly. That's what I think. What about you? What do you think about thinking about that? Um, I agree that uh, it's important to, I think it's just important to feel free to disagree. Like I'm, I don't like the idea of being a people pleaser. Yes. Agreed. And so I just like, but then also like, don't go disagreeing just for the sake of disagreeing. Cause that's just obnoxious, but you know, okay. you want to demonstrate virtue in your agreeability. Agreed. <laughs> it just feels like natural to say that word, but um, right. I feel like sometimes I will have a tendency to be a people pleaser. Like, Oh, like they want me to do this. Like, you know, and then I have to really like stop and, and like be aware of like, is that what I really want to do? A B right. is that the best decision. Like even someone today was like, Oh, don't do that. You're just going to drive yourself crazy. Right. So I did it anyway. And she was right. I did drive myself crazy by like, overdoing something because that's just right. who I am. But it's like, all right, but now I'm like, that'll make me more aware. Like I am that type of person who kind of like drives myself me crazy. Like, like I make things hard when they shouldn't be, but like, let me kind of like figure that out, you know? Right. And I feel like something that might be like a negative personality trait of mine is that like, I really don't like the feeling of anyone having too much like power or control over me. So I might like intentionally rebel, right? intentionally do the opposite or like not agree on purpose just because I feel controlled. Right. Yeah. Well, that's funny. We both have different ways of looking at it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, which one do I want to do? Like, even if I know I'm being like overbearing to myself, like I just got to do it anyway. Cause that's like in a weird way. That's like me being true to myself and like, right. and let me deal with the consequence consequences after like let let it be my decision even if it's a bad decision <laughs> you know even someone has your back and they're like just trying to help you out like let it be let it be my bad decision <laughs> like right yeah and I try to like stand by the things that I decide because I mean like I decided it so I must have wanted that thing at some point right but yeah. even if the consequences like ah oh, they ended up being right you know right yeah I'm trying to plug in my charger right here, so I'm struggling to pay attention. Okay. Yeah, I well, I can just keep talking. Let's move on. You want to move on to different controversial, quote-unquote, topics? Well, yeah. I mean, we have a whole list of things that people might yeah. agree or disagree with. So do you want to take the evens or the odds? Well, you know what? It says list from A to Z. So oh, yeah, right. I forgot. I like that we're going to go from A all the way to Z. Okay, great. I'll go with A since you're busy. Okay. All so. is fair in love and war. Hmm. So I got to be honest. I don't really quite know what that means. Does that mean like when you're like in a relationship and you could just like curse at the person and just like throw jabs at them? Like, I don't think that's right. Right. And I don't think guerrilla warfare is right. Like the G-U-E-R-I-L-L-A one, like the one you learned about like in high school. 
Right, yes. And that's just messed up. So I disagree. I don't think everything, I think there has to be like some rules even in love and war. Right. Um, I guess I can agree that like love and war have exceptions to um, traditional standards in life. Um, but no, I don't think all is fair in love and war. Yeah, those words like all, that's a big word for me. Yeah, not all. Yeah, Sometimes we, Mike is like, will you love me no matter what? And I'm like, no. <laughs> I will not. <laughs> Good for you. Um, I like that. So the next one is playing a game is only fun if you win. Ooh, that's so funny. That came up today at work. Um, not true. Yeah. It's I the journey, not the destination, right? Right. Yeah. And I'm, I used to be, like, a really competitive game player, and now I'm not. Um, and I actually don't really like when somebody is, like, so obsessed with winning. Right. I, I'm not obsessed with winning, but I prefer to win. But if I don't, <laughs> I mean, that is, I mean, that is the end result of the game, right? There has to be a winner and a loser. Right, yes. But uh, I have to remind myself that life is not a game, though. Right. There's no winner or loser in life. So if we're specifically talking about like a sport or a, or a game, like, yeah, I'm going to like show my competitive side. Right. Yeah. What's the next one? The next one is swimming in the ocean is better than swimming in a pool. I, um, I disagree with this. Really? Um, because I agree. I love swimming in the ocean in other countries in the Caribbean and maybe Florida, but the Jersey shore will kill you. Um, but maybe it's not the ocean, Deb. I don't think Deb is specifically speaking about the ocean. I have seen several. Oh, well not. Yes. Oh, I thought you meant like, I just can't swim in the ocean, but no, no, no. In general, the whole place will kill you, but, um, no, but nothing but love for Jersey people. The shore is different. The shore is its own entity. Right. Right. But what I'm saying is that I have been knocked out by a wave and feared for my life on more than one occasion. Um, and then, so therefore, if we were to generalize the statement, I disagree because pools are very much safer <laughs> from my perspective. Like, no sharks, no waves. So, yeah. You but know, when I was in Croatia, that was the best water I ever swam in. Yeah. Of yeah. course. I'm, I'm like a beach snob, like, you know, summers in Greece as a kid. I know what you're going to say, but I, I have family there. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, you keep chewing on the fancy, that fancy cheese that your man bought you, all right? Like, <laughs> oh, okay, good. <laughs> but <laughs> I am a, be- a bit of a beach snob, or I just really appreciate nature and the beach. But, like, I have to say the beach is better. It's natural. Like, really do believe it's soothing. Like, I've had some of my best, like, thoughts just relaxing at a beach. Like, it's therapeutic. It's a workout. It's everything. It's, like, mind-body-soul connection. Right. Yeah. yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Like, that's the beach you're always swimming at. But some people, they have family in Seaside Heights, not in Greece. Right. Agreed. But maybe that whole experience of going to the beach and making sandcastles and not going in the water is still the, a more fun experience than a pool. It's just because it's more yeah. natural. I like the natural part. 
We can agree to disagree. We can agree to disagree. Yeah. Let's, I let's think lots cheers. of week is our man made, right? Cheers. Cheers in Dubai. I mean, I'm not going there. <laughs> Yet. Yet. Um, okay. The next one is you teach people how to treat you. Do you agree or disagree? I agree with that. Me too. Yes. What you allow will continue. So I think it's, it goes along with being a people pleaser. Like, so in a way you're thinking to yourself like, oh, okay. Um, you know, I don't want to do this, but let me do it anyway or something along those lines. But that's like, you're allowing that person to kind of have that control over you. Kind of like what you said. Right. Yeah. And if you don't do anything about it, it's just going to continue. Yeah. And I like work hard to be a good listener for my friends. But when I like repeatedly hear the same patterns, I'm like, well, aren't we experiencing like the same patterns here? Like, over and over again, you're stating that, like, people are not doing things fairly to you. Right. So, yeah. So, I do, I do think that you teach people how to treat you. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And then you, what, what will, what you allow will continue, so. Yeah. Now you're on to E. Yeah, I am. Women should be allowed to go topless in public. Well, going back to the beach, I feel like it's okay to go topless at the beach mm-hmm. because like who wants tan lines? You right. Know? That's what I think. Okay. No, I feel like, no, I feel like that's like, that's like a woman's like, you know, like this is your body and it's like, you should cover it if you want, but if you want to be topless, like who am I to stop you? Right. But- it says should be allowed. It doesn't say like women should walk around topless. Like they'll be cold, but <laughs> I think should be allowed. I think, yeah, I'm going for it because men can walk around topless for no reason. And it's only because like, like the entertainment industry has sexualized the nipple and therefore like women, they like, so their boobs have been sexualized. So that's why like, they're not allowed to walk around topless and like men are just like, I don't know what I feel like any woman who's breastfeeding or like probably like my boobs are sexualized. That's not how they feel to me. Like well, that, like, they're a sense of they're a um a source of nourishment and that's what that's what like the boob should be associated with, but but I think it's just over sexualized and that's why people are like, Oh, you can't have you have to cover up, otherwise like all the guys will be hard when they see you. <laughs> no one will focus. Right. Well, well, you know what? I maybe as women who are the, I maybe believe this, maybe I don't know. I don't know yet. The more smarter species, maybe (laughs) the more evolved species, maybe we have to take the higher road and like cover up not because of us, but just to, for better man, for, to better mankind. So. I mean, I have dreams about being naked and it's not something that I want has still happened like in my yeah. I'm like where's my shirt so right um I'm not saying I want to walk around topless and I think lots of people would be like whoa right um, if I did but I'm just saying like you know who did it Bruce Willis and Demi Moore's daughter was like walking around New York topless because she was just trying to prove a point about the nipple being sexualized um and I was right like, go for it uh, yes <laughs> I like that you said that. Yeah. It's like, it's like, I don't want myself to do that. Like, I don't want to do that. But like, if I see someone doing that, I did see someone doing that, the Staten Island Ferry. I was just, yeah. I was just like, what's happening? What's it's going on? I don't know. Top. What? 
paint on herself? No. Oh. Yeah, she was just, and I'm just like, she must be cold. I think she's going to get sick. And I just feel like there might be better, safer ways to state your opinion. Right. I don't know. For argument's sake, maybe I have to say disagree. Okay. All right. There we go. We we're supposed to keep track of how many we agree and disagree with, but that's okay. Okay. It's not not a game, Deb, because, right? <laughs> so the next one is when people succeed, it is because of hard work. Luck has nothing to do with success. Do you agree or disagree? I agree halfway. Okay. Sometimes I think success comes from people who are who don't give up and who set themselves up for success. Like know what works for you, knows know what doesn't. But also like a lot of times when you talk to successful people or listen to them. And they're like, I was really lucky, you know? So, like, I think sometimes luck plays into it. But also, like, you know, I believe in, like, manifesting. Like, if you're confident and you keep motivating yourself, like, it's going to come to you. Like, that positivity will come to you. So, like, maybe you call it luck or maybe you just call it, like, yeah, you were working for it. And now it, it came looking like luck. But really, it's, like, all your hard work just kind of, like, finally worked out for you. I don't know. I think luck gets a lot of dumb people a lot of ways so I uh, I disagree with that <laughs> I okay. think a lot of people get lucky okay I think a lot of people work hard and they're kind of like stuck in places where it's hard to like I'm not saying it's impossible mm-hmm. but I do think that like luck has a lot to do with success but I, I'm not saying it's like gonna make or break you but I just think a lot of people get lucky yeah is one um, of them like Mike Tyson actually well, I don't know. Didn't he work? I have no idea. No. Okay. <laughs> Food for thought. Mike Tyson. I was listening to a podcast he was on, and he kept saying how lucky he was. So, I mean, he, he wasn't really saying it. lucky that he didn't ever die from being hit in the head so many times. Yes, and from the drug abuse, which that's he it. openly, openly admits to. So, mm-hmm. Okay, I don't know whose turn it is, but I'll just go. The decisions that make people quickly, that make quickly are always wrong. The decisions that people make quickly are always wrong. I hate that word always, so I'm going to disagree. Sometimes you got to make a decision quickly. Like, look, there's a truck coming for me. Run. Good decision. Yes, yeah. I disagree with that because I make most of my decisions very quickly, and I I don't like to, like, think about things for too long, so I disagree with that. How come? How come you don't like to think about it? Because I'm the opposite, you know, so. Because I'm just trying to be, like, productive and move on to the next thing. Like, Mike and I bought a mattress, and I swear he thought about it, like, for so long, and I'm just like, I don't care. Whatever we get will be what we have, Mm -hmm. and we will be used to it after a day, and that will be our new destiny. Like, that will be what we have regardless of your thought process. So, um, but that's fine. He, He made a very... He made a decision. I decided right away I wanted the purple mattress. And then he said that he weighed every decision and I will be surprised. So we'll see. Um, Did you get the purple mattress? I don't know. It didn't come yet, but I'm pretty confident that's a no. (laughs) (laughs) So after all that, you still didn't get your way. I'm like, I decided it didn't matter. So I don't care. Like whatever it is, it is. Oh, you let him get that one damn because he is like one of those like obsessive thinkers and i'm not and i know that it won't impact me to the level like i'm sure he's like like weighed the costs and stuff and i don't even care yeah me and mike have a lot in common anyway yeah. <laughs> 
Um, the next is the government should pay for post-secondary education. Do you agree or disagree? I disagree. I feel like taxes are just going to be so high and they're already high. And there's so many other issues happening like poverty and crime. And it's like, if some, and not everyone is meant to go to college and that's fine. Like we don't all have to go. There's so many jobs out there that we need. Right. Like, train I don't know if post, yeah, I don't. I don't agree with this because it's like over, like, cause it's saying all post-secondary education. Yeah. Um, I do think that like our job should have like more, like a better loan forgiveness or like a very more confident system just because it's like strange to provide a like beneficial and necessary service. And yet um, you have to pay to learn how to do it, and then you have to dedicate the rest of your life serving other people, and then you have to pay for that. <laughs> like, so yeah. that's what I think is insane. It's like I'm constantly pulled in 75 directions. Everything I'm doing is due to, like, the legality of the situation, yet so I have to, like, serve myself. All my energy goes to this, and then I still have to, like, pay financially too so I just think that is not really that that doesn't make sense to me but I don't think that like the government should pay for somebody's like theater degree or like something like that right yeah right well I'm gonna I'm gonna throw one of our past lines at you but what you allow will continue if you feel like you keep getting pulled maybe you need to start saying no to some people well I definitely do but there are things I can't say no to like I have to do like all of the paperwork and like session notes are not just it, but like the whole session notes process is what is problematic to me. It's not like, I don't think SLP should take session notes. I do think you should, but yeah. like it's, it's a struggle to do it when you're seeing kids back to back to back to back. The days that I'm the most caught up on my session notes are the ones when I'm the least patient and the most irritable when I'm like interrupted during my note taking time or like trying to submit something and someone's trying to talk to me. Meanwhile, like the days that I'm a little bit more flexible with it and I like make up them, I do them later. Yeah. Halfway point. Those are the days when I'm like more approachable and more agreeable and like just a better person. Like I feel I've been so caught up with my notes lately. I'm exhausted. I can't stand anyone. I don't want anyone asking me questions. But you do have your notes, girl. So, that's hey. That's what I think is stupid. I don't right. think that I'm doing as great of a job as I usually am. But whatever. Well, I think that's just, just how it goes in life in general. Like, you subtract from this, but it adds to that. But that taken away from that adds to that. It's constantly working on balance. Yeah, but I think that this job has too many unrealistic expectations because it is a female-dominated field, and in general, women are more agreeable to doing unreasonable things, like that, that. and men yeah. demand more in the workforce, and women accept more. That is actually proven in studies, so I'm going to have to agree with that. Yeah. You got to right. keep the EDP. So this is our uh, halfway point, and uh, we would like to let everyone know that this episode of SLP's Wine and Cheese, um, we hope to know whether or not you disagree or agree with the things that we're saying, but uh, this episode is brought to you by Speech Therapy PD. It's a 100% SLP-owned website. Speech Therapy PD specializes in practical, engaging, evidence-based video and audio courses. There are more than 600 hours of courses on demand. 
They have weekly live and interactive courses and pod courses, and they offer unlimited plans starting at only $89 a year. You can get $10 off with the coupon code WINE, W-I-N-E, so enter WINE at checkout when you go to speechtherapypd.com. Awesome. Enter WINE. That's, that's our code. <laughs> yeah. So don't forget to also check us out on Instagram at SLP's Wine and Cheese Pod. Deb and I are in are tagged in those. Um, and if you haven't left us a review on iTunes, please do that. We would greatly appreciate it. And also, uh, when you check out our Instagram, we have our Patreon link. So check that out. I uploaded some fun stuff. And uh, yeah, I have another printable I would, I'm going to post too on Friday. So some exciting stuff on there. So keep checking that out where we have exclusive interviews and printables only for our patrons. Exactly. Oh, yes. I'm chewing. So I think I was supposed yeah. to start talking, but that's okay. Follow us on Instagram. Right. Yes. So uh, let's go back. So we just talked about the, should the government pay for post-secondary education? Deb and I kind of agree that no, they shouldn't. <laughs> the other one, this is a hot topic. So abortion should be safe, rare, and accessible. What do you mean by rare? Deb wrote these. Yeah, I wrote that. I'm working to these questions. So, so I'm I really wrote that. To get her That's credit. why I wrote it. Um, okay. It shouldn't be like a second form of birth control. It should oh, be of course. Yes. It shouldn't be something that's like um, used frequently, but it definitely should be safe and accessible. Of course. So I agree with that. I agree with that too. Mm-hmm. Um, just in terms of like a woman's health and like baby's health. Like I just think that it should be safe and uh, accessible and rare. And I think it should be a woman's right as well. I'm going to touch on those touchy topics, you know? Right. There's no laws about men's bodies, so. Oh, snap. <laughs> so do you, okay, this is the next one. You do what you do because you choose to. There is no one else to blame. Do you agree or disagree? Oh. Well, it's interesting. That has, I feel like I'm overanalyzing these questions, you know? <laughs> But I like that I'm overanalyzing them. So I think that you do what you do because you choose to, yes. Because even when people are like, I have no choice, I have to do this. And it's like, you actually don't. You hate your job, you don't have to keep going. Right, yeah. You know, like I didn't say quit your job and move to like a foreign country unless that's what it is you want. Then you can apply. Like you could apply and ask for a transfer. You can switch fields. So like I can't feel bad for people who are like, what are you gonna do? Um, but I do think that you could sometimes blame other people, but you can't blame yourself for your reaction that you, you're the only one who can control your reactions. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. that's like a hard one. I don't know if I agree or disagree. Hmm. So I, I say this often to people all the time in the only, there's only one situation in which I disagree with this, but I am, I do think it's very important for people to take personal responsibility and be accountable for their actions. Um, And I tell the kids all the time, they're like, he made me laugh. And I'm like, you do what you do because you choose to, there's no one else to blame. And they're like, he's making me. And I'm like, no. But there are instances of manipulation in which, like, people do things and they're, they look back in their past and they're like, I can't believe that I let somebody do that. So I can understand, like, in that situation where, like, you're manipulated, but then that would be, like, the only circumstance in which I'd say I disagree. Yeah. 
So it's like, like you do what you do because you choose to. I feel like that's also a nice tongue twister. You do what you do because you choose to. I feel like you could also like work on that as a tongue twister. Yeah. (laughs) Like tongue tip sounds in that. What are we on, Kay? I believe so. Okay. You do Um, because you choose to. There are no no mistakes in life. Only lessons we need to master. This is very interesting. This is very thought provoking. Um, I do think there are a lot of mistakes in life. I disagree. <laughs> this is like a self-serving rationalization. Uh, so I disagree with that. This is Deb. She wanted the purple mattress. <laughs> I do want that purple mattress. I don't think I'm getting it though. Oh, don't be negative. But I won't be disappointed. I'll be happy with whatever I get. I'm sure he made a good decision. Gotcha, gotcha. Totally kidding there. But um, I don't know how I feel. The only lesson, I guess, I guess that's true. I don't know. That's a hard one. Um, you always say there's no regrets in life. I know. I was just going to say that. I was just going <gasps> to, that's so funny. There are no regrets in life because, you know, no, everything, when you look backwards, you're like, ah, oh, I shouldn't have done that. But like, that's not how you live life. You live life like forward and then you look back and you're like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Now, now I know I could just fix it. So yeah, I guess I agree. Yeah. Only lessons to be learned to master. Okay. And then the next one is, um, forgiveness is a gift you give yourself. I agree a hundred percent. Yeah, I agree too. Anyone who's holding on to a grudge, just let that go. I know it's hard. hard. I know. I feel like I, I went through like my early twenties were like filled with angst. Um, Uh and, uh, you know, it didn't do anything for me. So just, you gotta let it go. Yeah. That's very, very true. I, um, I like this quote and I feel like, it's like a hard one though. <laughs> it's like, you know, cause like when you, I heard this one quote, I always think about this just to add to the quotes of today. Um, holding on to anger is like having, is like, is having poison and dr- expecting the other person to drink it. Mm-hmm. Like, so like when you're mad at someone else, even if it's not to your, like, you're, even if you're not mad at yourself, when you're mad at someone else and you're just angry about it, it's like, you're not doing anything to them. You're just like hurting yourself. So like, just let it go for you. Right. That's how I interpret it. I don't know if that's like the right way or not. <laughs> like this Zen, uh, Zen spirituality quote where it's like, um, it's like a whole fable, but it's basically, it's like this guy did something. And then later his friend was like, why did you help that person? They were mean to you. And he's like, I put that person down an hour ago and you're still holding on to them. So it's just like, so basically I messed up the story, but the guy like carried this rich woman over a puddle and she was like really mean to him. She was like, Oh, that's the Asatop's fable where he, right. Is it like the scorpion helped? And then at the end, like the scorpion kills like someone, but yeah, it's a different one. Okay. Yeah, but I'm always like, I put that down years ago. Like you're still holding on to it. I like to, I like to think that. Um, right. Yeah. Well, well, that's why we're having these conversations. Cause these are difficult things to do. And I think it's important to like talk about them and think about that and have that like metacognition or that self-awareness. Like, Hey, I am holding a grudge. You know, that person doesn't even know I'm mad at them. Right. And they're probably not even thinking about me. Yeah. 
I remember one time I was mad at you for a long time back in our high, in our college days after grad school. It was about the engagement ring thing. No, I have what engagement ring. I don't remember that. <laughs> but I remember you like made fun of my pants, and I got mad, and I'm like, Deborah made fun of my jeans, and I it was like turned. Were they? I don't know. We were in a bar in a bathroom, and you were like, <laughs> you need to get jeans that are tight around your ankles because they were still like bell bottomish. Oh, probably because you know they were from high school. You know, because <laughs> I hold so like and you were mad for years. <laughs> yes, but you're also going through a tough time, tough breakup. So I think you were just like angry at everything. Yeah. You were just like, you just were looking for something like mean to say because you felt, no, I'm just saying because it was so out of care. And I was like, yo, what is Deborah's problem? Like, I'm trying to so- console her in the bathroom. <laughs> and she's like making fun of my pants. <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty sure I didn't talk to you for quite some time. Angry. Yeah, that that breakup, that was where my anger was. We already went back. (laughs) But yeah, but maybe you also didn't need to have bell bottoms in 2011. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) Probably because why I also took it so personally. (laughs) You know. But look at us. We've really grown. <laughs> I was mad at you for like six months about that. And then you text me and you're like, where have you been? I'm like, well, you made fun of my pants. So I'm pretty mad at you. And you're like, why didn't you tell me sooner? And I'm like, she's right about that. Oh, I don't even remember. Okay. I'm sorry that I did that. Past death is rude. I'm sorry I got so mad about that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, the next one is uh, what you resist persists and what you focus on expands. Oh, that's, uh, that's true. That's definitely true in a speech session, too. The right, yeah. Thinking this kid's not working for me, this kid's not, this, 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 this. They, like, feel that shift. I know this sounds a little, like, kooky for some people, but this is, like, my thought process, so I'm going with it. The more they feel it, the more that they're going to just, like, change their behavior. And it's just, like, this going to be this, like, downward spiral. <laughs> so I really do feel like kids, especially kids, are very in tune with your emotions. But people in general, you know, we're all humans here. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. what do you think? Um, yeah, I agree with that. I feel like um, just I, I like – I don't like to be too authoritarian in my um, speech therapy sessions. and. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the days where I am trying to be the most controlling, it just never works. So I just, I don't do that anymore. It's also not you either. And that's important, I think, to think about, like, when you're conducting your therapy sessions. Like, ultimately, like, and this is what I tell, like, students that come observe me. Like, I can tell you as your supervisor, like, I think you should do this. But, like, you're going to all add your own spin to it. Like, you're, you're not... You're not going to be like Maria clone. Like you're going to think maybe the way I think, cause I'm your supervisor. You'll see it through like a lens that I see it. But providing like, the model. Right. But ultimately you're going to add your own personality to it. And like, that's what right. you want. Like and if so. you just keep focusing on like the task at hand and the goal that you're trying to. Right. Um, of course, yes, that's of course. what's going to be successful. Like just focus right. on that. Like, don't worry about who's touching who, who's raising their hand, who's, grabbing a pencil like just focus on the goal you're right you're right 
what are we up to now? I feel like we have to hurry up here now. We, we are almost done, and we're are we doing? Tip, we're going to do tips and tricks and a quote, which I feel like we have a ton of quotes. So maybe we'll just pick our favorite. Okay, um, so the next one is: part. Guns should be illegal in the United States. I don't know. I don't really like telling people what to do about topics I don't know that much about. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I just feel like I don't think guns should be sold at like at Walmart. Like, hey, let me just right. go and buy a gun here. You know, right next to my, the, the sugar. Guns. What? I don't think we need machine guns. Like, don't, we don't need like automatic weapons. Yeah. Um, but also like, you know, uh, Jim Jeffries, he's a comedian, and he talks about how, like, Australia got rid of guns, and they have, like, no school shootings and stuff. Yes. Um, so, I, I don't know. I, I think that, like, we don't need to have crazy guns, for sure. We definitely I think don't. that's definitely a start, because this is, like, such an in-depth topic, whether what way you want to look at it, like, are the amendments and all that, and the whatever right to bear arms and whatever and that's such an old document blah 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 not blah 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 it's important important stuff sorry right. but there's so much we could talk about about that and i don't really I wonder how it. many people turn this episode off by now <laughs> why because we're talking about controversial topics are we making people nervous no i think most people would agree that like there's no need for like automatic or semi-automatic weapons yeah so i think it's such an in-depth topic let's at least start with like the easier part of it like not the easier part but the less detailed like maybe they don't need like machine guns in walmart number one no that's not let's let's start there while we're at it we should get rid of walmart (laughs) (laughs) again another loaded topic that we don't have to talk about no pun intended for that word oh yeah i heard that good um, yeah. now we're on, oh, people are never satisfied with what they have. They will always want something more or something different. Yeah, that's kind of true. I agree with that. I agree. I, I agree with that. Like, Unless you're you- like, you have to be so mindful all the time to be like that appreciative. But I have, I have a friend who works for like very, very wealthy people who have so much money that they don't even know what to do with it. And they're just like buying more things. The way that she describes it to me, it just sounds like they're bored. Like, they're just like, what do we do with all of this money? And they just want more and more. Right. You could give them my email address and my Don't you think address. I give them my email address if I could first? Yeah, maybe like, hey, here are some New York City SLPs who could use some wine. Yeah. <laughs> mail it over there. Exactly. We'll appreciate your money. Yes, we are taking donations. Yeah, so if you're listening out there and you have some extra dollars that you're bored with, you can send them over to SLP's Wine and Cheese. We'll put them to good use. Yes. Should we keep going all the way to Z or on O? Um, do you want to do one more and then we'll end it there? Sure. Okay, P. Reading fiction such as novels and short stories is more enjoyable than watching movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I would say it's more enjoyable, but it's more relaxing. So maybe I'll have to disagree, but I do prefer to watch, uh, sorry, I do prefer to read the book than watch the movie. So, right. You know, so I agree with some of that, but not all of it. Um, yeah, I disagree because I love movies and books made me fall asleep. Right. That's my point of it's, they're more relaxing. (laughs) Right. Um, okay, good. So that was, a uh, that was, I feel like we agreed a lot. We, we did, right? It's hard to, like, agree with all of them 100% because they're so, like, multifaceted. 
Yes, that's true. Yes. What are we going to do with the rest of them, though? Should we just keep going, though? Well, I guess we can, we have, we can go for four more minutes. Okay. Um, okay, so then the next one, Q. A Q, per- a person, oh, go ahead. A person's childhood years, the time from birth to 12 of age, are the most important years of a person's life. Do you agree or disagree? Um, no, I think your whole life is the most important part of your life. Yeah. I think it's, um, I think that those years do shape you for the rest of your life, like, in terms of, like, who you are and, like, who you turn into and what you learn from. I used to feel like I wasn't the happiest kid, and I used to think, like, oh, people always say you're a kid, you should enjoy yourself, like, this is the best time of your life, and I used to think, oh, my goodness, if this is the best time of my life, like, I don't have anything to look forward to, and now I'm, like, so much happier than I was when I was a kid, so... Um, it's definitely not the best time in your life, but it certainly is an important time because you also spend so much time with yourself as a kid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you learn about who you are in solitude, maybe, or at least I did. I (laughs) Um, agree. That's why I like the beach. Yeah. All right. Do you want to do a tip or trick? Maybe it could be something inspired by one of these quotes. Yeah, so my tip or trick is to just have conversations with the kids that you have in your school or uh, the, cl- the patients that you have in your clinic or at the nursing home. Because, like, so often you do get wrapped up in the goals and um, you realize that, like, oh, when's the last time I had, like, a back-and-forth conversation? Like, do I know their favorite movie? Do I, like know what their week has been like or if they have any pets or brothers and sisters or what their favorite color is or anything like that so um i definitely think it's way more important than than the goals to build rapport with the person that you're working with so just make it a point to have a conversation with them at least monthly (laughs) yeah Yeah. that's great i like that that's a good way to like show like show that you're ongoingly like assessing them also like okay how are they doing and stuff but also like varying up your therapy too like oh right. i didn't even know they like cats i got 10 million books about cats we right could, exactly you know so um my tip or trick is very much inspired by this episode um but also my day today and i think it's important to get your kids your clients involved in the session and like what their opinion is so like i've been doing a certain activity with a student and then i'm like just he's not he's not doing as well as i thought and i'm like hey how do you feel about this game are you done with this game and he's like yeah no more you know so yeah so like a lot of times you have to like ask them like hey are you sick of this game because sometimes a kid won't always tell you like i'm done i'm bored of this game though but they'll act out (laughs) and that's a sign so like right yeah Really ask your kids if they're, like, done with the, the activities you're doing. Right, yeah. And just, yeah. like, be ready to let it go. Just, like, you should be ready to forgive. Like, yeah, exactly. Just let go of that game. So is that the quote you want to pick? Um, I actually was... picked the Walt Disney Oh, you picked quote. another one? Okay. And it's, um, it's kind of fun to do the impossible. Oh, that's cute. I like that. That's by Walt Disney, who was a very controversial guy himself, so... So it's only fitting. It's on controversy, yeah. Yeah, we're all about controversy today. <laughs> but we will still take the free wine. Please. We'll Please. have whatever beliefs you'd like us to have. <laughs> right. That's all. For the right price. For the right type of wine. <laughs> got a number. <laughs> These bills keep coming. Yes. Kidding. <laughs> yeah. So 
Anyway, everyone, thank you for listening to us. We hope we didn't offend you with any of the things we said. We were just having conversations, honest and open conversations for the realistic SLP. Mm -hmm. I'm Maria. I'm Deb. And thank you for listening. Good night. See ya.